We are shows what you know We'll always watch TV And if you think we can't We'll watch more and you'll see That's why the people of the web Believe in Jim from Las Vegas And Jacob from Sweden Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination, only limited by the TV shows you watch. Welcome to Shows Which You Know. I'm Jim Scampoli. I'm Jacob Burrows, and I'm wondering if I have to pay 40k to listen to the rest of this show because... Uh, you can't really find any good entertainment under 40K, you know? <laughs> no, it's always just looking for that latest fix. Here we are paying 40K each mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a, rough, it's a rough world, but what are you going to do? Sometimes you pay 40K and you get shot. Sometimes you get a treasure hunt. Sometimes, yeah, you know, the things can go either way, really. Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. We're going to talk about Westworld again. Yay, everyone. Hooray. Yay. It's the new Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes, we're so it's now it is Game of Thrones and I don't know how long it will hold. Right now yeah. it is definitely Game of Thrones though, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh we here we are in episode 2 of Game of Thrones and um I mean there's not going to be much of a spoiler warning here, so if you haven't watched the episode, uh you should probably watch it first uh, and then come back and hang for the discussion. Wow, watch this. Uh, wait, come to watch the show. Stay for the discussion. Uh huh. Well, t- so they come here to watch the show and stay for yeah. the discussion. Okay. Uh, yeah, that works. Sure. Don't don't overthink it. Let's. Well, if we maybe if we illegally stream Westworld on our sites, that works. And also, we'd probably get. I mean, if we don't illegally stream Westworld, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're list. They're listening. Um, so Westworld two, uh, as a, uh, the thing is like this show because it is Game of Thrones, uh, it has like this uh, suck for more that we're, we're I'm just happy to go through this episode and talk about what happened in the episode. So that is in fact exactly what we're gonna do. Sometimes yes. on shows, what you know, you know, we commiserate, we 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 drown our sorrows. Uh, with shows that shall not be mentioned, uh, but you know, you you know what shows. Uh, so, but here, I really feel like we're just going to go through, talk about how we interpreted things. Like, and even though we said last week, like, oh, there's no mystery. Now it kind of feels like, oh, what is the part with this part, Jim? Is what I'm going to say. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's revealing itself a bit more, and there's questions arising, and it's it's just. Uh, it's fun to be in this moment, uh, the you know the season one of the new cool show that came out. Yeah. Uh, d- and th- before we're all jaded when it's on season three, and we're like, "Can you believe what they did to blah blah blah? Can you believe Bernard was a baby <laughs> all along?" <laughs> it's kind of like the first year of a new presidency, or right when someone's yes. getting elected, yeah. you're kind of like, "Yeah." Or alternatively, it's all gonna end, and then you're like, "Ah, it's just another show." But right now, we're we're voting Westworld. Uh, remember yes, to vote we Westworld November 4th. And uh, we're going to start. Let's start then with the second episode. Uh, I, now, we, the name of this episode is what? Chestnut? Is that what I'm reading here? I have not looked it up, so I can, I mean, I guess. <laughs> was it, yeah, it was, I just kind of gleaned it real fast, and I was yeah. like, wait a minute. We should say the name of the episode. Last week, it was the original, right? Yes. Uh, yes, this is called Chestnut. Mm. So the original is probably referring to Dolores, right? Because she was said to be like the first, like she's the oldest one in the park. Yeah, she's been around the longest, but she's got re- been rebuilt so many times. 
Although, to be fair, just because she's been around the longest and she's still active, there could be hosts that are not active that are older, possibly. But I assumed from the original that she was the first one. I also assume that. Okay. Cool. Or the man in black's the original. Ooh, who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe Bernard, you know, maybe he was here all along. You know, you never know. <laughs> Season two stuff. Uh, but anyway, it does start uh, with Dolores. We don't get a lot of her this episode, but it mm-hmm. starts with Dolores who wakes up and hears a voice that seemingly guides her to a buried gun in the yard. Uh, yes. What's up with that? Who do you think uh, was talking to her? Who do you think buried the gun? Um, it's hard to say because it, is it, are we looking at, I'm still wondering if this is the man in black's master plan that he's set in motion. Yeah. Uh, or is just, is this, and as we're starting to see as layers are, are, uh, uncoiffed and shown to us, is this just more, is this a Groundhog Day situation where past Dolores is planting things for new Dolores? Mm-hmm. Cause we're like Dolores right now. We don't really know. But uh, we're slowly getting pieces of those memories. But uh, I'm going with the Groundhog Day theory myself. Okay, that she is telling herself to go uh, to the gun, kind of. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like from what we're seeing so far, she's getting these small flashes. Or it's like a memento situation, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She's getting these small flashes, and then in those moments, she can try to do something to uh or it's a bill and ted's bogus journey type situation <laughs> yes of course keep, <laughs> if i can keep explaining the situations yeah yeah uh or actually i should say bill and ted's excellent adventure i'm sorry correct myself uh but yeah if she's getting these moments of like small clarity and maybe thinking like oh no uh i'm gonna forget this soon uh you know who is sammy jenkins tattoo it on my hand real quick and then we'll go from there I don't remember that part of of uh, Bill and Ted, but maybe that means that I'm a bit <laughs> like Dolores. You know, I was more about I saw Boga's journey more than I saw the excellent adventure. So maybe I need to implant that or tattoo it on my arm or something. But I did assume, uh, well, well, the voice first of all kind of tells her to wake up. I think. And I think it's Bernard. Like, I think it's quite clearly Bernard uh-huh. uh, in the first instance that the voice shows up. And then it's kind of sounds like several voices or whatever. But anyway, for me, I assumed that it was the man in black who, as you brought up last week, maybe he was doing something else in the barn. And yeah. I feel like we're starting to get almost get it confirmed this episode that there's definitely more uh, going on with with like what he's been doing with hosts so i assumed he had buried it i also had some thought oh maybe her father buried it but like why and bernard if it's his voice like why he wouldn't do that he wouldn't like if he wanted her to have a gun should he just give her a gun so so uh did they do that again because i know we talked about it in the first episode where the the episode starts with i believe bernard asking questions and then it feels like then we catch up to that scene later on but then uh it's someone else the right. helmsworth i think the helmsworth brother the hemsworth brother is asking the question uh and yeah, yeah, yeah they did like a weird little twist now uh full disclosure because i did watch the first like 10 minutes of this episode like right after i watched the first one mm-hmm. so like i'm a little more murky in my head okay on, yeah on i don't the beginning mm-hmm. i don't think they did exactly that but i was also influenced by remembering it that way even if we're not sure if that's actually what happened in episode one but i do think uh like that definitely influenced me to think that whatever voice she's hearing isn't necessarily saying like might not be like it might not be a direct 
instruction or have anything to do with what's happening. It's just fragments of memory and stuff like that bouncing around, possibly. Yeah, um, very but, true. But anyway, that's a very quick sequence, and uh, uh, we we have uh, we have uh, William. Uh, this is this new character who's coming to the park, who's never been to the park. Yeah, he's us. Yeah, we get our audience surrogate who can now we can learn a little bit more about you know the uh, the orientation uh, at, when you're first going to the park and you know getting to kind of build your character. Yeah, he's in he's in Mass Effect stage. He's getting to to build his shepherd at this moment. Yeah, and as we all know, everyone spends way more time there than they should, uh, but he wisely decides not to spend any time with that flirty host who says, yeah. oh, we'll do whatever, 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 uh, even though he's there with this friend of his who seems to be the brother of his girlfriend, right? That's what the situation is, because he did say, when my sister was here, like, it's not like she didn't ride every cowboy or whatever. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure because... You know, this is a common thing, not just Westworld, but uh, movies and TV shows in general. You always have this seemingly good-hearted person that has, like, a terrible friend with them for some reason. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, and you're always like, wait, why are they hanging out? Because they're, they're you know, uh, at least the way they're pitching this man, uh, William, uh, played by J- Jimmy Simpson, I believe. I don't know if it's just the way this to- the tone of this show is, mm-hmm. but for some reason, like... The way they're pitching him as such kind of a good guy, it's making me be like, hey, what's your story, man? What are you up to? <laughs> what are you doing, bro? Because you got your obvious piece of shit friend that's just like, he's acting like, you know, he's all about the game and like, you know, this is, I'm going to show you the ropes, but he clearly just wants to bang like robot hookers over and over again. Uh-huh. Uh, but then it's like, you know, they, they even, uh, I believe it's somewhat in the beginning when they have him do the old, you know, white hat or black hat, you know, the obvious symbolism there, you know, how you're going to play. And he picks the white hat. So we're, I guess we're meant to be like, let's, let's root, let's root for this man. This, this is our hero. Mm -hmm. But uh, what is he doing? What is it? What is his story? Yeah, uh, sure. I mean, I feel like his his bad friend is yeah. He's there to be bad and also to make it so that this super nice guy can like say fuck you, but like oh, they're still friends. They like each other, so we, we sort of have yeah. some more sympathy and so on. I mean, I I honestly did not start thinking like what's what's your backst? What are you doing in the park? <laughs> I did not have those thoughts. I was like, oh, here's the Oshucks guy. He's here, here to introduce us to the park. He's the only one treating these uh, hosts kind of almost like humans, which is yeah. a big contrast to everyone else. And we, the audience, kind of think of them as humans. And we start, we're starting to see how they have more layers to them. So we like him well, for that reason, too. I guess my thing, it's, it's more similar. I, I was talking about it with the first episode is because... Everything they're showing us, I'm confused on like why kids are there. Yeah. So then I'm confused on why this guy was there because clearly everyone goes there to murder someone or, or or fuck someone or rape someone or whatever. It's a lot so of that. When, so yeah. when someone's just going there for kind of, I mean, I guess not fun, but he's just kind of going there for the experience. Look, Jim, like, I don't, I don't know if you realize this, but some shepherds actually are in it to save the galaxy. <laughs> All right, fair <laughs> enough. I, I mean, I, I get it. You know, who doesn't want to bang some nice alien babes slash Western hooker babes? But some people in it for the in it, in it for the galaxy saving for the experience. You know. All right, fair enough. That's true. Yeah. 
So anyway, we're introduced to them, and then we... And I always second-guess those people, too. Why are you playing Mass Effect? I, I know. You've said this, and I've, I've been like, well, I don't know. Like, I, maybe I don't want to... Because you seem to be thinking, like, well, well, you should at least go all the way bad. Like, But I'm like, okay, I did a few bad things. Like, I'm a bit gray. I'm a, little, I'm a loose cannon. I could go this way or that way. And it's like, no, no, uh-huh. evil all the way. That seems to be your uh, modus operandi. Is that correct? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, so don't go to Westworld, Jim. Uh, it's right. not. It's the, because <laughs> you know. Sh- you know why these violent delights? They have violent ends. Is all I'm gonna say. Am I? Am I? Sh- am I tipping my hand or showing uh, <laughs> like my true self? Because I, I I would be the person that picks the white hat, but then like subverts it. Like, oh, you think just because I got a white hat, <laughs> this hat don't. This ain't the. This hat ain't the boss of me. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot someone through the hat, like yeah. Uh. <laughs> Symbolism. Uh, so, yes, uh, speaking of uh, shooting people and dead people, Dolores, she keeps hearing this voice uh, telling her to remember as she's going into town. And she does, uh, remembering some massacre, lots of bodies everywhere. And she kind of comes uh, out of this trance and Maeve, the prostitute, is there. Uh, mm-hmm. And she's like, get out of the way, you know, don't want people to think you're the merchandise or whatever. And uh, Dolores kind of stares at her and then says that line, these violent, del- violent delights have violent ends. And yeah. This is kind of like this is this episode is about Maeve um because she's kind of not getting enough people to have sex with her uh, so behind the scenes people are manipulating her stats up and down uh trying to uh, tr- trying to get more people to have sex with her uh, so they're trying to like make her more aggressive make her this make her that uh but Eventually, yeah, she, she's starting to act up too, and it seems like it's kind of starting with this line. So, is this line? Do you think some sort of malware code, or or what's going on there? Yeah, that's what uh, I, I do find that very interesting. The idea of it being like, uh, yeah, like malware or like a virus, and it, it can be spread through some sort of activation code. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I do think that's very interesting, and I kind of like. I like that. It's weird, though, because they keep also showing us... I mean, I guess you can assume, based off what we're seeing, that that's kind of the, uh, the striking of the match. But we're seeing kind of weird hints with other hosts as well. Yeah, um, it it so, does seem, at, at this point, a lot of people should have noticed that a lot of things are acting weird. Because yes. all, all, every week there's like three robots who are uh, starting to talk in tongues or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude's doing weird things, and kind of every week they're like on the cusp of maybe not killing a person, but at least yeah. causing <laughs> harm. You know what I mean? And uh-huh. I, I don't know. Maybe that's true to life. Maybe that's maybe you're riding a roller coaster and you're not seeing what the employees see every day. Of like, oh my god, those people are almost <laughs> decapitated. They do not even. <laughs> we'll look into yeah. that later. Yeah, so it, it that is what happens as well with Bernard. He he's the one behind the scenes who's like. Hey, so uh, these reveries, I don't think those actually co- caused everything. So he's talking to Ford, the, the boss in charge of everything, uh, and is trying to figure out, like, has there been sabotage, is what he suggests, which sort of brings your mind to the man in black, right? Uh, yes, yep. Talking about who could have, like, who would be doing that? And he says, oh, you know, Occam's Razor. And Ford responds that, uh, you know... We're we're practicing witchcraft, creating life out of chaos. So we can't really use Occam's razor because Occam was a monk and he'd uh, burn us at the stake for what we're doing here. So, but he said it more poetically than I yeah. just did. 
Yeah, he's really good at kind of breaking it down and and yeah. and, and doing a, a poetic breakdown on what's going on and what consciousness and and robots and people and what makes us human. But r- yeah. real quick before we move on, as far as for the uh, what was the character Maeve? Is that her name? The, yeah, the prostitute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I do think it's kind of like a weird, interesting parallel of like a real prostitute getting old and kind of you know losing that steam or what have you. Uh, but also in the realm of like. You know, the new iPhone comes out and you're like, uh, what's this old iPhone? You know, yeah. and then but then they're still like uh, they're still selling the old iPhone and they're still like, well, no, we made it a little better and it's cheaper. They're still pushing it on you. But everyone's kind of like, no, I like this new iPhone. Get out of here. Get out of here. You old prostitute. Like, yeah, yeah. that is a good point because, uh, you know, technology and life, maybe we're all iPhones, you know, exactly. Uh, so many layers to this show. Uh, and I say that as a joke, but also it's true. And, and um, uh, as far as uh, Dr. Ford, um, I mean, this bleeds a little bit into episode three stuff, uh, so I won't go too much into it. But uh, I'm kind of confused on where we're at with this guy. Uh, yeah, because me too. It, it really felt like in the first episode, I mean, I guess it's all misdirects and you know layers to a, to a mystery or a story, so it could be par for the course. But you know, in the first episode, it felt like he was willing an evolution in a way like he he wanted to see it and he you know though at least the way i took the way he was talking because he kept saying like oh you know it all came from a mistake or this and that and we you know you what's next and who, who yeah. what's going to be the next evolutionary step but then in these more recent episodes he's more like he's a robot you idiot like stop stop acting yeah. like they're not robots that's and, like, true what, what I are think you talking about s- yeah, we should save that for episode three, yeah, I think, because yeah. that's where we get more info on him and more True. of the conflict with him. But I'll say this about him. You're totally right about him like being good at spinning stuff because it does seem like Bernard is always like, people are coming to Bernard and like, shit's totally fucked, Bernard. Uh, you got to like f- fix it or something. And he go- and he's like, oh, yeah, oh, fix it. And he goes to Ford. And then Ford says something like the stuff he's saying here about Occam's razor, you know, like, ah, we're pra- practicing witchcraft and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like Bernard gets his head spun around and he's like, yeah, yeah, witchcraft. And he goes back to the other people and they're like, did you talk to him? It's like, yeah, yeah. Did So he's going to change it. Like, no, no, we're actually going to build a, 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 another town, I think. And they're like, what? Yeah. And he's like, no, no, we're witches. Uh, I gotta, I gotta go. Uh, so I, I really think like uh, that. It's, it's kind of unclear who has power a little bit, but it's like he's the weirdo in charge. He's the genius behind it all. So he kind of gets to do what he wants. And yeah, speaking of that, moving on, he does go out into Westworld. And what you were saying earlier, he does sometimes act like these peop- these hosts are real people because he meets this kid in the desert. Yeah. Um, and at first, they do a pretty good job of showing, like not showing if he's real or not because the kid says he's on holiday. He's got this accent. He doesn't look like he's necessarily part mm-hmm. of Westworld. Uh, but he, it turns out he is. But Ford, anyway, talks to him just to pass the time and walk. And he has the same, like, philosophical talk with him like oh the bored mind can summon this and that and can't you see and it's all blah 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 so it seems like he's talking to himself uh, a lot of the time so it is interesting what his relation to them are yeah Um, and it it begs the question um you know uh, is this some with in a world where you can have westworld hosts someone has to have made someone they lost or 
made a piece of themselves to to either like for therapy reasons or to find closure or own selfish things and this yeah. i mean this clearly seems to be some weird hint at that like what you know why is this kid there this and he's a he's one of he, you know he's like the runner of the park or what have you so he would be able to manipulate something for his own personal gain i mean it's not there in they don't say that but you can almost infer something like that's going on or it's something you'd think would be explored like it reminds me of the movie like ai you know where so, they, someone loses their kid and then they get this replacement robot kid like yeah that would seem to be big business in in a, in a future where westworld is is uh is an existence yeah, you should talk to Bernard about that. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll save get that into for the, another episode. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah. save that for the other one. But I mean, <clears throat> I, I was just talking more specifically for this situation because it felt yeah. familiar and it felt very deliberate for Ford and what he was either working through or doing there. Mm -hmm. And I f think of Ford a bit like he's an artist. He's like an auteur. He's, he's like Ingmar Bergman, while the other writer guy who's building his storyline, he's like a TV writer. He's like, yeah, let's get the scripts done. Let's, yeah. uh, you know, get the good lighting, <clears throat> nice bright lighting. And while the other guys, uh, Ford is thinking more about, oh, the deeper layers and so on. And he is a genius and that's why he's in charge. But no one kind of likes to work with a genius you know because yeah. uh that yeah that's what we see more of as we move on but uh anyway meanwhile Maeve is having a lot of flashbacks and stuff through this process of yeah he she's uh she, she's starting to act up even more they're all messing up her stats uh and also she is starting to have flashbacks now to being a mother uh and being attacked by natives and the thing that happens in this flashback then is that a native is about to come in through the door and then the door opens and instead the man in black comes in, which again seems to prove that he has some hand in all this stuff because he like the natives are scalping people. But we also know that he's been scalping people to look at whatever is inside, like the map or whatever is on their inside of their scalps and all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. But that in a way. Yeah, okay. go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay, well, I was going to say that she's got this trick that she's told us about. Hey, I have this trick to wake up from a nightmare. And uh, it's like, oh, I wonder if that will come into play later. And uh, it does. Mm -hmm. uh, she, wa she wakes herself up on the surgery table in the behind-the-scenes part of Westworld, which I think is the first part we've uh, like, seen a, a robot really wake up in the real world, you know? Yes, yeah, and kind of still being... but. But not, you know, not just being subservient and like robotic, actually yeah. being like, oh, my God, where am I? What is this? Uh, you're cutting open my chest. This is crazy. What's mm -hmm. going on here? And uh, even catches a glimpse of like, you know, the the old like it's like a basically a pit of bodies from one of their storylines where Teddy's in there. Uh, mm -hmm. And in. And, and, Basically, that comes into play later, right? Because she kind of remembers it again, like when she's back in Westworld yeah. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but for, for this moment, it is like... Yeah, I feel like it's only because the surgeons aren't programmers. They don't know the voice commands to shut her down. Oh, yeah. Uh, so they just have to inject her with something because that's what they know how to do. So uh, it's an interesting uh, sequence, if a bit like... 
predictable in a way, right? Like, uh, it's not like nothing ha- about this was shocking except the contrast that we've only seen robots in this environment stay totally still. And if they start acting like people, they don't notice that they're in a weird place or anything, even if their programming's activated. So it's it's like a bit shocking, but it's not really surprising anything about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, oh, uh, the one quick call out, they do play, they are playing Radiohead on the, on the old piano. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I forgot to say it in the uh, episode one. I saw, I talked about it in Mr. Robot episode, like a fool. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Robot Westworld. Could we switch names or what? Uh huh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually would work pretty well for Mr. Robot because it's about the decline of Western society and yes. so on. Also Eastern society, but mostly Western. Uh, yeah, that's a good point uh, about uh, switching names. But uh, it's not. It, yeah, the music. Like, what do you think about the music? They're doing their piano thing, and it's references. Like, it's, uh, feel, I think it's I th- okay. I, I I enjoy it. Uh, I think it's something you know the old like because uh, you know what do we see now on YouTube? We see people doing old songs on their stupid acoustic guitar or whatever, or doing old hip hop songs. So it'd be kind of something. Where, I mean, depending on where we're at future-wise, how far ahead we're in the future, where yeah. it maybe it's so far gone where it's like you mix classical music with like, oh, yeah, Radiohead. They listened to Radiohead then. <laughs> well, yeah. Did you, I mean, do you know about Postmodern Ukebox? It's this huge YouTube channel. They just do like 1920s covers of Kesha and stuff like uh, that. So that's I did like not all- know. Oh, yeah, no, it's huge. <laughs> so we're already there, Jim. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry to break this to you. But I, I, anyway, I don't mind it. The thing that I mind that you said you liked in Mr. Robot is like they do a piano cover and they're really hitting you over the head with, it's this song, it's a reference, you can't miss this. But here it's just kind of, you have to pay attention a little bit and otherwise it just sounds well, like ding 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 I feel like the where is my mind, if we're going to go with Mr. Robot, I feel like that was a clever one. I feel like it was not, but I feel uh, like it was. I feel like a lot of people like, didn't get that. Well, who didn't get that? I mean, yes, okay. Well, I just hate the show, I guess. Yeah. So, but anyways, yeah, moving uh, on, moving uh, on. Uh, we don't want to get too into that. No, no, no. So, uh, there's not a super a lot left of the episode, but uh, basically, well, the, the new narrative that's being pitched. Ford, we've already talked a bit about it. Before it uh, listens to the long thing and then says, "No, we're not doing that. We're doing my secret project." Is now the new narrative thing instead. And and this was after they were saying that Ford hasn't stepped in. In cre- on the creative like narrative part like in forever right like don't they have a mention of that when the, you know the hack writers talking about because the hack writers trying to what get more uh he wants like more savages or more people for his big dramatic act yeah. that he wants to do and they even mm-hmm. say something like oh you run it by ford and it's like ah ford hasn't stepped in on creative and forever he doesn't care so mm-hmm. there is this weird change in ford like for whatever reason whatever his new secret you know, uh, villain is, which so far uh, doesn't seem to be so for such a genius. Nah, I mean, we're only seeing a layer of it. Doesn't seem that genius to me. If I could well, be a, uh, an again, armchair uh, host writer. Sure, but in this episode, we've only seen a church, so yeah. we don't really know in this episode. Uh, so yeah, let's talk true. about that in the next episode. Very but true. yes, uh, absolutely. I'm sorry I, I keep mean, doing that. Yeah, <laughs> this is why we need to do it like, faster because now yeah, we uh, spoiler will. alert we have seen 
through two and three and we're doing them at the same time we'll, but we'll, we'll be caught up we'll be caught up yeah it, on the positive side that means three is going to come out very shortly after this show that you're listening to right now uh anyway so yeah the the, the narratives rejected uh we also have uh, the, the at the end of the show william this character who is like the all shucks new guy to the park he hasn't done much but he d- does like pick up dolores's can here uh because dolores drops her paint can or whatever it is and yeah. teddy's been killed so he gets to be the one who picks it up right as ford is talking about what people want is to notice something that they think no one else has noticed even though we know she's dropped that can a bunch of times mm-hmm. for him it's like oh he gets to pick it up and hand it to her and touch his doff his cap uh and that stuff yeah so. he gets to play the yeah he gets to play the the the, the hero uh mm. i i just wanna what can you imagine a world where she has to pick up her own can <laughs> Can you imagine that? I can't even. That's a world without chivalry. That's a world I don't (laughs) want to live in, Jim. I can't even. (laughs) No one... That's good. She's never, never, ever. So, um, meanwhile, there is this storyline that I didn't talk about throughout. Like, that's kind of the end of the episode. But also, we do have the man in black. Yes. He's looking for, quote, the maze. Yep. Uh, Any theories on what the maze might be? It's hard to say. I mean, I, I like. Uh, I, to me, it was the most uh, interesting uh, part of the episode. That's stuff I liked the most was a uh, man in black, um, and I like the addition of uh, what's his name there, uh, Clifton Collins Jr. I believe the the man he saves. He saves a man from from being hung, which is you know some sort of loop that's going on where you can tap in apparently, and. Uh, I like see he saves the guy and he's you know dragging him by the noose because he's gonna show him where the maze is and I like that it's almost like you have to do a cheat code in a way to kind of get the special message because you could either play it out however you want be the villain you know kill this guy's family kill the whole town and be like ah look at me I'm the best but he does this weird like upping the stakes tell me where the maze is and he like unlocks kind of you know the the kid. Uh, uh, the kid kind of unlocks and says, "Like that's not for you. That yeah. is only for like leet, leet as fuck, uh, yeah. ponzers or whatever." Yeah. <laughs> it is a bit Ready Player One, uh, yes, yeah. reminding you of Ready Player One. Um, ugh. yeah, I, I mean, ugh, yeah, exactly. I yeah. didn't know. Uh, I mean, I didn't think, or I still don't really think that the maze is necessarily a maze. Yeah, well, necessarily a maze or necessarily even put in, like, intentionally, like, written in. I'm almost thinking, like, he's looking for a deeper game, and maybe he does mean, like, uh, the secret narrative that's buried in the park, but maybe it's, like, more like the root of Westworld or something. It's kind of hard to say, especially we can talk about it a bit more in the next uh, episode when we have a bit more information to to work on. But but anyway, yeah, I, I did also like that stuff of him running around and the things with yeah i've also like he he clearly is doing a lot of shit all over the place he's been here for 30 years we've only seen him in two episodes and already we know he's been over here he's been over there he knows this park like the back of his hand mm-hmm. um and he probably has been fiddling around with dolores's brain um because the gun thing and stuff and, and also Maeve saw him come in and yeah, scalping, yeah, I think that adds a uh, another pretty interesting layer, the fact that he's popping up, and especially at least the people 
we're getting into the minds of the hosts are getting in the minds of that are kind of glitching out or what have you he's popping up as a common connection yeah so um one detail i forgot to mention was it turned out that no wait sorry that's the next episode again never mind uh well, at least you did it that time yeah yeah but i didn't actually say anything though so uh, um so I did like though the the experienced player's perspective because we do spend a little more time with uh, William and his asshole black hat friend, and we get his perspective a bit. Like he's saying, like, nah, they've always got some storyline they're trying to sell. Leave that tramp alone, or he'll start babbling about his treasure map, and then that tramp follows them to the bar because he, he oh, helps him yeah. get up. Yeah. So that was kind of a good. Good and balance. I like, the, like, don't make eye contact. Like, yeah, what are you yeah. doing? You know, they're going to come over. Well, and they also had, they had an interesting back and forth with that because it was kind of what we talked about. Uh, you know, how do you know if you're going to kill a person and not a host? Because doesn't he say something like, well, you want to find out if he's a host or not? And he, like, goes to put a gun at him. Does he mean, like, he couldn't shoot him or maybe he could potentially kill a man? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. All uh, right. That's an easy way to figure out if someone is a host or not. Um, but but yeah, so this, this tramp shows up, and I feel like it's a good balance of fakeness because how everywhere there's this little story to uncover, but that's also part of what makes it feel a little fake because he's kind of like, no, no, those are side quests. Like he doesn't think of them as real yeah. stories. They feel like fake bits. And to Ford's credit, it's the little detail stuff that seems to be winning William over, like the paint can and things like that, that aren't like big narrative stuff. Although maybe his friend would say like, don't pick that can up. She's just going to take you to meet her father and there's going to be a bandits and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So anyway, I thought that was interesting. And also we find out that Bernard is uh, banging that manager chick and that seems super relevant and interesting, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's the old, uh, you know, the the most like combative work relationships make the steamiest, you know, bed relationships. Mm -hmm. I can only assume that is what happens. I... At least TV has shown me over and over that that is yeah. the case. Yeah, very true. To be fair, they are stuck in like Westworld. I do assume that Westworld is not like ten minutes from uh, New York City. Like it's probably in the middle of nowhere. Uh, feels like so. If it's, uh, I mean, if people still, I mean, I assume it's on Earth. But do people live on Earth? Ah, good point. Good point. And uh, what you were saying if, before about Ford and uh, like. The, the him living out his own fantasies like why western like there's so many yeah. worlds you could make so what's going on with that because i did realize that in in the original westworld film it's not just westworld there's also like roman empire world and some huh. other places that uh, are part of the same theme park and you have centurions going crazy and all that stuff and there was a a sequel called future world which i assume is like in there it's like uh, westworld takes place in the future but i assume then that they build a park where people think they're even more in the future <laughs> i don't know i didn't look it up uh, but anyway it's weird because i kind of want to see them do that but i kind of don't want them to do that at all well not yeah. future world but i just mean other worlds you know yeah sure i mean i totally makes sense to get that out because this is enough uh it would be really jumbled and confusing uh if they had a different world although if they if they 
somehow, uh, which they will not do, but if they do close the story, if the robots do go crazy by episode eight, then they could have a season two where it's like, no, we figured it out. We're going to make a new park. It's going to be... uh, 80s world. Here we are. We're in the 80s. (laughs) Yes, in the 80s, 500 years ago. And they wink at the camera because like, finally we know how far in the future. Can you believe Ronald Reagan? Oh my God. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Don't make eye contact. They're just gonna he's gonna buy you a Pepsi free. Yeah, yeah give me uh, a yeah, give me a new Coke. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess uh, the, I guess we've kind of discussed episode two. Were there any because yeah. <laughs> now no, we're just that is, that is it. That is it. We're gonna leave you with that. And if you have opinions on uh Westworld, on wherever part of it you are at, because we are gonna go through it continuously, uh episode by episode, or at least try to. So send your feedback whenever you like to shows what you know show at gmail.com yeah we do have some feedback on westworld but i guess we can do it in the next one just in case because i haven't read it yet just in case there's Uh, some episode three discussion i didn't even know about that so yes yeah let's do that okay see you next time